and welcome to Our Lady Victory. Welcome to our live streaming. Today is Thursday of the second week of Lent. It's Thursday, March 9th. Today we're going to hear from Luke's Gospel, Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 31. A longer gospel today. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at the door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores, and when the man, the poor man, died, he was carried away by angels to the very bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off, and Lazarus at his side. He cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water, to come and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. And Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing, who might wish to go from our side to yours, or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that they may warn them, lest they too be in this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, then they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. My friends, for our salvation, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Lord Jesus Christ. So I've entitled this, Trying to Keep Up, from the wit and the wisdom of Russell Baker in the New York Times, I quote this, the trick to happy living these days is to quit trying to keep up. There is simply too much to keep up with, and people who try wind up prostrate in dark classes, um, closets weeping because they still haven't installed windows, the newest Windows 11, or they can't distinguish Sharon Stone from whoever the newest actress is. It's a glorious time to be an American, he says, but the glories come to you so relentlessly, so multifaceted, that we will finish you off, in fact, unless you ration the intake. A poor, poor person once said that the Soviet Union would bury us. He didn't know that, left alone, we would bury ourselves under our own riches. That struck me from the New York Times because the wealth of our land and the genius of technology have produced wonderful wonderful things that can make our lives easier and give us more time for the important things of life. 
but too often they become an end in themselves rather than the means to an end. We are so obsessed with getting that we forget God's call to give. We become so overwhelmed pursuing what we don't have that we fail to be grateful for what we do have. We are so driven to accumulate wealth for ourselves that we are blind to sharing with those who have nothing at all. See, I think that these days in the Lenten wilderness are a time for us to take stock of all the things that we possess, to determine if we are using our wealth justly, fairly, generously, and to realize the treasures of love, compassion, and reconciliation that we might well be overlooking in our lives. Let's pray. I know that was health, um, heavy and a lot to think about, but isn't that what we're called to do during this Lenten season, to spend a little bit of time just reflecting on our lives? What is it that we value the most? How is it that we share that which we have with other people? Or do we not share that which we have? What will wake us up to recognize the abundance? I never realized it until I lived and worked in downtown Detroit at St. Dominic. I went to a closet and looked at which coat will I wear today. And working over in the clothes closet, I discovered many were coming in in the middle of the winter months. Not simply looking for a new coat or a jacket, they just wanted one coat, or one jacket, or one hat, and one scarf. Every time our St. Vincent de Paul have their clothing drive, I make sure I go through my closet, through all of my dressers, and anything I haven't worn in the past year, I make sure I give it away. I don't need I don't need 34 shirts or 12 pairs of trousers. When it comes down to it, I probably wear maybe 10 of those shirts and maybe 4 of the trousers. But somehow we have access to it and so we just have it. But how about those who have no access? What do we do with them and for them? as followers of Jesus. Pray with me today. Lord God, you have made each of us wealthy in so many ways, rich in love, rich in skill, rich in ability, rich in opportunity to share and to give. Open our spirits to see you in all of the Lazaruses at our own gate, that we might discover your joy in giving what you have given to us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. Be blessed today. Who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Offer this blessing to a person whom you encounter today.